Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. We have exciting news. Miranda Rodriguez, marketing coach and consultant at Marketing for the Uninhibited, is launching her first ever group marketing coaching experience, and she's giving our listeners $100 off when they enroll. Miranda wants to give you the opportunity to feel the momentum of having an intentional and strategically designed marketing action plan for one quarter. What makes this even better is that you'll be taking action alongside other fellow business owners who have dreams just as big as yours. This group is for you if you're in a place of now what? You're at capacity with your time, effort, and your money, but you're yearning for more. You're ready to push yourself outside of your comfort zone when it comes to your business. You know what you want to do. You're just not sure how to get there. And you're ready to diversify your products and services and overall revenue streams. And here's what you'll get. 12 weeks of marketing coaching, consulting, and community support. Six group marketing coaching sessions live on Zoom. Y'all will meet every other week starting Thursday, April 20th, and you'll get a custom marketing curriculum and live hot seat coaching by Miranda. Group Voxer support between meetings and a private Google Drive folder that you share with Miranda, along with aligned action and business momentum. The price is $3,000 with $100 off for Small Business Sisters listeners. Payment plans are available. So if you're ready to start group marketing coaching, go to marketinguninhibited.com slash work hyphen with hyphen me and book a free 15-minute consultation with Miranda or DM her at Marketing Uninhibited on Instagram, and make sure to tell her Small Business Sisters sent you so that you can get $100 off your group coaching. Okay, so I just got off an hour, like a 30-minute conversation with Jenny on the phone this morning, and I told her I really wanted to record today while we're like, while I'm feeling my feelings in the moment, because I think... It's actually a really practical, um, really practical thing to learn as not only a business owner, but a w- woman in society. And I called Jen because y'all know I live in a small town. And while living in a small town can be very endearing and cute and fun, and it is fun to know everybody and like be able to say hi and know people's faces, know people's kids. Um, it can also unfortunately show like, like, I don't know how to say this, but like it can show people's, I don't know, it it can show people's true selves. Um, because unfortunately on the internet, people kind of portray who they want to be and, 
all that to say, um, my my name was thrown out a bit in the local moms group and one that I'm not in. So I, I couldn't see everything being said, but it felt just very like mean girlish and brought up some like deep insecurities I have from being in middle school and high school. And I was talking to Jen about, you know, how in how Jenny and I don't have daughters, but how you really see some like mean girl stuff happening from a young age with females. And like, how do we as women in society in our 30s, 40s, 50s, um, how do we change the narrative? And how do we undo the like cattiness that, and I'm not excluding myself from that, right? Like I can easily get there as well and, and do the same thing. And today has been sucky because my friend told me, she was like, it sucks we're taking the high road because you take the high road. Like mm-hmm. nobody sees the high road. Everybody sees the loud and the, and the nasty. And um, so today has just been weird for me on an emotional level. Um, but also processing through like middle school Christina. And like, I think a lot needs to be healed with her to be able to undo some of the the ugliness that comes out, out of me now, like in my 30s. And like, how can we navigate that better? And so anyways, Jenny and I were having a really great conversation about it. And we were kind of like, we think we need to take this on the podcast because we know like this isn't, exclusive to when we're 14 years old. Right. I think that's what we kind of talked about this morning is that, yes, there is um, like a vulnerability. And what I talk to my teen girls that work for me about is I wish I could go back and tell teenager Jenny that even though life stays hard and like relationships are still hard as adults, it helps that you're out of the fishbowl of school like that just feels so Mm. you can't get out and do your own thing really because you're surrounded by these people every like eight hours a day and that but then Mm. I also talk to them a lot about like be yourself now because it's still gonna be hard as an adult to be yourself and to like walk your own path but you'll find your people there and you don't have to surround yourself with the quote unquote mean girls or different emotions in you. You can, you can cause some separation, but then what's painful is when it's still up, even though you've like tried to have those healthy boundaries, there's still going to be times where you come into contact with them. Just like Christina is talking about this group that like, they're all my, moms in the community so then you have your kids are to you're back in that fishbowl of school but you're the mom and so it's it's kind it gets Mm -hmm. disheartening when that comes Mm -hmm. up again because you do think like oh wow we've all evolved we've grown up and matured but then really I think those pain points like it helps me to go let me preface by saying I don't go immediately here in fact like I'm also going through like a little personal thing right now where um, I texted Ellie this morning, actually, uh, because she kind of had, I'll, I'll tell you off air, Christina. Ellie's <laughs> but, our sister. Uh, 
I was like, okay, I know I'm at the point now where I know the emotional work I have to do about it. Like I know where I am, but right now I'm in my Papa Roach phase where I just like (laughs) blast Papa Roach and be angry and mad at everybody. And I think that like we've talked about before, like that's part of the grieving process and it helps me to know I have grown in that I can acknowledge Mm -hmm. like, okay, I know I'm creating stories right now. And like getting mad about it and coming from a place of defensiveness and what do I need to do to like help myself get through that? And for me, that is blasting Papa Roach. (laughs) Papa Roach. That's what I'm going to do when we get off of this. Yeah, I, it's funny that you talk about like having your people in your circle because, um, I actually was thinking of when we chatted with, um, our email marketing person a few weeks ago, how she said in there, she said a good copy, like a good email will either attract people or it will repel. It doesn't just appease everybody. And she was like, that's the sign of like a really good copy because you're, it's like niching you down. That's a great point. And I was actually thinking about that in life today of like, if you're, if you stay true to who you are, if you don't like change who you are, depending who you're around or if you just like one of my truths that I'm clinging to is like I'm a very very compassionate um kind person I really do like love especially for like underdogs right like I love showing them compassion and so if I can stay true to that in every circumstance then what somebody says about you isn't true right like they might have had their own experience in their head of how they interacted with you. And that that's okay. Like they can have that feeling or um, like version of what happened, but you also know like who you are. If you stay true to that, even if you have to disappoint people or, you know, uh, like give truth to some, you like give your truth to somebody like there's, you can still be that kind, compassionate person. And so like my goal has always been like, just stay true to who you are because it will, you know, attract the right people. And so um, today, I think why today has been so emotionally weird is because if you know me at all, you know, like the past few years, I've really struggled with where I live and um, just in lots of ways, right? Like not feeling totally a part of it. like this kind of stuff. Like we grew up in a really small town and I really didn't have a desire to go like be in that space again. Um, But I think that today showed me not only like that part that I don't like, but it also showed me like I had so much support and like random people texting me today because it was very clear what was happening and like the support and love that I felt like that's when I started thinking of our email marketing person and I was like I have like attracted my right people right like the people that are loyal and kind and um I don't know just really come alongside me and like they were checking on me all day because they knew I felt weird. Like, I don't know. It just made me, so I was like emotional right. on all the spectrums, right? Like emotional mad, but also emotional, like grateful that I I have this like. You have your that just line really have my back. in Marvel 
um, end game <laughs> where <laughs> you aren't alone because those yes. moments. So I was going to say like I think those moments get extra painful for us. Like you're saying, there's so many different emotions that come up. But it also your situation, because I know the story, it's like triggering something from the past. And so it you your body like remembers that mm-hmm. – feeling and like going through Mm. that time and the things you really had to like develop and grow and Mm -hmm. growth is not always I mean a lot of the time growth is painful and so it's almost like you kind of have to it's like you're on this spiral and then you're like down on the spiral again where you just were and it's like I thought I I thought I made it through this Uh, yeah and now that's happened I've like yes. different painful situations. If I've seen that person again, I like immediately like feel in my body and myself like I did at that time. And it's such a bizarre mm-hmm. feeling. And I think it is. I think it's because we're like essentially reliving it in a way. And you're like, oh, I have to do it again and like mm-hmm. grow again. <laughs> yeah. No, that's such a good point because – Yes, that's such a good point, Jenny, because honestly, as you're talking, I'm like doing some internal work of like, when this happened before, there was a lot happening in the world that a lot of people left me, which again, like, that was a time where everybody kind of sorted out like what was really important to them. And so I think this happening again today is making me remember that and now it comes out of a place of fear Ooh, of like who's going to leave me this time. I mean that that yeah you've just tapped into something. And so yeah for sure of like but I think that's why I felt such tension today because mm-hmm. people didn't leave me. It was very like it was it was so opposite of that. Like I felt n- I did not feel alone one time today, right? Like it like I felt like covered. I I felt covered. I felt protected. I felt um mm-hmm. empowered really, but it's still hard to like be be an out like watch something happening but also just like stay silent because that is mm-hmm. not my personality at all, right? Like my personality is not stay quiet. And so that for me has been really, really difficult today. And I think that's why I was like, hey, we need to hop on the podcast because I think talking it out, but not throwing anybody under the bus or being that person back where you're, you know, you're dragging somebody's name through the mud. Like I I think for me, I thought processing it out loud and trying to change internally is more powerful than you know, stooping to the level of somebody that's just, and honestly, if we look at it, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like maybe there's a pain in that person's life that they're thinking that going after somebody Yes, else that's what like I was going right to say is, uh, so an exercise I learned recently that I use kind of in my anxiety spiral, but I actually used it last night too for, um, you know, kind of like I was getting defensive for somebody in my family that I, I don't know, all these feelings were coming out. And I, this exercise is, um, so name what you're feeling because that's so helpful too. I think so often we can just skirt by why we're feeling or label feelings as good or bad. And the feelings are just feelings. So Mm -hmm. like name the feeling. Mm -hmm. 
pausing to interject. I know I really need to get one of those because I was thinking I was sitting on the couch and I was like, this would be so helpful if I could just like look over at this pillow and tell me what feeling. But like, so my feeling, you need to go get one somewhere in like. And it's a good exercise because you, I think you think you're feeling something, but maybe you're like, ooh, no, 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 that's – yeah, mine was but like – really it came down different. to like I was feeling a lot of jealousy over this and it was coming out as like defensiveness. Mm-hmm. So you name mm-hmm. your feeling. Right. Which a lot of people tell you like, right. hey, don't be angry. Well, it's, that's actually not what I'm feeling. It, it's actually a branch. If you yes, and and, and it does understand. it does do something in you, and you can name like, oh, okay, there it is. That's what I'm feeling, and then you name the facts of the situation because because mm-hmm. here's where I am not good. My story fills in all these. Like I create stories for the scenario, which I don't know to be true, mm-hmm. but then my brain like believes it. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they are thinking that and they are doing that. So don't do that. You name your feeling and <laughs> then you name the facts, the actual facts. Right. And then the last thing was, um, to like sh- shift, like what could be other perspectives in this? So like if we're using Christina's situation, mm-hmm. what could the other person, where could they be coming from on this? Or like, she said, like, what is her pain? And that, so that is kind of creating a story, but it's creating a story of where your defense is not, it's not like an attack on you. It's like a different perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. And it does, like you, if you Mm -hmm. look at all these different perspectives, like it could change the whole scenario. And that like helped Mm -hmm. me calm down a little bit last night. And that even though I can create like, it's a bad story. I don't like to use good or bad, but like stories that are making me jealous. I can also create stories that like help me have a more compassion mm-hmm. and understanding for the exact same scenario. So I think when we can mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. take the mm-hmm. thing and you can't see me right now, but like hold it in your hand and like twist it around like you're seeing all the sides, it really can help you shift perspective like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe there is more to this than what's coming out. Yeah, and that's really good. I remember I've always kind of been the person where I don't always see everybody's side. Um, I'm not good at that. However, I will say that once I do dig in and find out more about somebody, no matter who they are, I feel like when you know more about somebody and like their mm-hmm. how they grew up or their story or how they got to the point that they are, there is a kindness and a compassion that fill me specifically like of understanding like, oh, okay, like, well, we had different upbringings or whatever can definitely help that. So I think you're totally right of like naming a feeling and I, and then saying like, okay, well, how could, you know, how could they be seeing this, the the same issue happening? I think that's really good. And I also, I love that you say name the feeling because I think, and this is from a lot of counseling Jenny and I have done individually, but I think for a long time, I don't know that you're necessarily taught this, but I think you mask a lot of things growing up that seem to give you approval. And one of those things is masking certain emotions. And I think, I think, okay, this is going to kind of (laughs) divulge us even deeper, but I was just talking to a girl that came to, to visit me last week about this, that Having negative or what we view as negative feelings makes other people uncomfortable. And so I think growing up, no matter where you grew up, because even like in schools or whatever, like 
those emotions that aren't easy, instead of saying negative, the emotions that aren't easy to to handle or to process, those are make other people uncomfortable. And so you just learn to mask those, right? Like, um, you know, I don't want to make others uncomfortable, so I'm just going to mask this. And so some of us think we can't feel these feelings right now because that wouldn't be taking the high road, right? Or that wouldn't be of like right or, and not even just uncomfortable for other people and I so, think we like learned somewhere along the way that yeah that like for being yourself, uncomfortable, uncomfortable is bad and so you should avoid it yeah yeah that's so true like even for yourself it's like it's easier to just not face this right yeah because those feelings are uncomfortable but I think that going through counseling has really helped to be the name you're feeling part or the the part of no, it's okay. Like we need to process through one, like what you're feeling, but like why? And does this come from, you and I talk about this all the time, like your little selves are still so much inside and there's so much unhealed about everyone's little self. I don't care who you are, like your little version of you, there's healing there in some sort of capacity. And so I think just being able to sit and say like, this is how I'm feeling is Mm -hmm. insanely powerful. And then also how you were saying the facts of the situation or like what I process through is what do I need next? So like, this is how I'm feeling. What do I need? Do I need to just go read and escape? Do I need to speak yeah, up? That's do good. I, you know, like when you can acknowledge what you need to fill, to, to process through that emotion or, or, or heal it. Like, I think that that's huge to to be able to acknowledge and then say either what you need or what were the facts that actually happened. Yeah. I think all of that is big. And honestly, I'm glad we recorded this in the afternoon because I have had a day of like processing versus like I was really angry this morning. And I I shouldn't even say angry because I haven't named what it was. Maybe it was a different branch. Maybe it was, um, I don't know. I'll have to look at my emotion wheel. But I think you even doing that, like (laughs) you even taking the time because we have to pause, right? To even acknowledge what we need. Like you, you have to literally stop and take a breath and think like, okay, what do I need? Like that right there is already changing the trajectory of like you just fighting back. So you're Mm -hmm. like already breaking the cycle Mm -hmm. of if, you and this person just keep going back and forth at each other. So I think that's super powerful in that mm-hmm. um, – and not that one is, you know, whatever situation, not that it's, like, right or wrong, but you taking a moment to just, like, pause and step back and really think through your next actions is already, like, breaking the cycle of what could just be a constant, you know, back and forth or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm looking at my emotion wheel pillow right now, and I think I think I was feeling a lot of things, but I think my main emotion I was feeling was violated, um, which does stem from the anger mm-hmm. triangle. But I think it felt violating mainly because right. I'm not on right. that platform. And so it just felt like in like it it just felt like um it just felt unnecessary because it, this like what was coming up was from so long ago and already had so much like 
not really factual stuff mm-hmm. for yeah, I can see how being violated mm-hmm. fits because you weren't even there to yeah. say anything. Yeah. But again, then I could probably go to the other side of the emotion wheel and say that I felt um uh fulfilled under the happy triangle because or actually liberated might be a good word like liberated because all of my friends not that they were like going after the person that I'm talking about but more so that they came to me and said like you are a bright light like don't let this dim you like think don't let this kill your joy like so i think it was more um and what i yeah, like so about I those hearing two things that is at the same time because you don't have to defend integrity, right? Like you didn't say anything to this person and you didn't say anything to your friends. They all came. It wasn't like you had to go ask them, hey, what do you think about what happened? They came to you because they already know who you are at your core and you didn't have to like defend yourself or do anything. And so I think that's, Mm -hmm. that is huge. Mm -hmm. But I, I do feel like I need to say this because, and Jen, you're going to have to use the bleep, but it's fucking ridiculous that our teenage girls, the suicidal rate and the depression rate is the highest it's ever been. And they're like, yeah, it's because of social media. And I guarantee it is. Right. But it's like, moms, what are we doing? Again, like back full circle to how we started, like, What are we doing to change the narrative for these girls? Because guess what? It's not Mm -hmm. just teen girls doing this. Yeah. And that's where I have to. It's adult women. And how do we change it? I know. I I don't know. I don't have any answers because I see it too. And I have to like believe it. It comes from a, a place of like they also have pain somewhere. Maybe they're feeling abandoned or alone. So that's like their way to. Mm-hmm. feel belonging or whatever but it's actually not I yeah mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know because I see it too I still see some of that happening and I have I don't know I I have to tell myself like there is we're all just trying to be like belong I think and sometimes we get that right and we don't yeah at the expense of well, others I, right and I And I also, like, I can feel really insecure. I'm sure today brought insecurities Mm -hmm. out from when I was young. Like, I'm sure of it. Because usually I don't dwell this long on something. So um, I'm sure that that is the case for me too. And I maybe it is just, like, we all need to get better about, like, processing how we're feeling, where it's coming from. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But – so, yeah, I don't know that we'll end with an answer, but also, like, I think – I don't want to say ignore the bad because I think we have to process it, and that's, like, a really healthy way to heal. But at the same time, what today taught me was, like, it's so corny and cliche, but, like, look for the good around you because that is – I think I'm leaving today just feeling brighter and lighter. Because it feels like a lot of the heaviness of today Mm -hmm. was lifted by the people around me. 
and I didn't have to do that. And so that, I think that's, and I feel like that brings us full circle to our podcast because that's Mm -hmm. what we want this place to be, like something that like can help you feel lighter and not alone because God, being a woman, I feel like one, I think our generation has a lot of pressure on us because I do think we can change the narrative. I really do. But I also think that a lot of us have to seek help for things we don't know how to heal. And I I know that that's from a very privileged standpoint because not everybody can seek help and get go to counseling. But I do think that that would be an awesome mm-hmm. way to start. Agreed. You'll always be the – no, <laughs> I will always be the – Gomora to your <laughs> Wonder Woman on the line. Or not Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel. I was going to say, Wonder I'm Woman is DC. Come on, comments. Jen. But yeah, we, we're always together. Yeah. No, you're not alone. No one's ever alone. If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.